Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and your face masks and let's talk throwback episodes. I'm Carrie the Mockney. Today's episode was recorded all the way back in June of 2018 when we were still figuring out this whole podcasting thing. CL Kita was on the podcast for the first time as a guest and we were working on how to make ourselves sound better, but the fun was still there. The Chinese dramas discussed in this episode are still ones we highly recommend. So settle in and start making your new watch list. Enjoy this blast from the past and look forward to next week's brand new episode. Welcome to Drama with a Side of Kimchi podcast. Today we're discussing Chinese dramas to binge over the summer. I'm Drama Geek. I'm K Muse. I'm K-Drama Jen. And today we have one of our co-bloggers who is going to guest podcast with us, Seal Kita, who has come to chat all things Chinese dramas with us. Hi, everybody. A few quick things before we get started. We plan to cover all kinds of dramas, Thai, Japanese, Chinese, and of course, K-dramas. And with all those countries to cover, we hope you'll understand if we stumble over pronunciation sometimes. We're always trying to improve but it's a work in progress. As are our podcasts. We'll do our best to improve as we go while sharing our love of Asian dramas. We love blogging about them, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. We are choosing to share this now. We're choosing to share this now since summer is the perfect time to watch a drama with a ton of episodes, which the dramas often have. We will be splitting our recommendations up by genre so you can easily find the Chinese drama, which is perfect for you. So one thing I think we have to discuss, because we haven't discussed, we've, we've discussed Chinese dramas a bit, you know, but it's not one of those topics that we've gone really in detail on. And so I think we have to talk about what the benefits are for watching Chinese dramas. Um, what about you, Layla? Why do you watch Chinese dramas? I watch them because I'm fascinated with language and I like to watch different um, dramas in different languages. And so I skip around and watch anything from Korean to Chinese to Thai to Filipino. I'm, I'm not very loyal to one genre. <laughs> Here we have you unloyal. Good to know. <laughs> And for me, I started watching Chinese dramas uh, because it was a way that I could um, practice my Chinese, but um, still watch drama because we had, um, so my whole family and I have taken Mandarin for about five years and um, we have a Chinese tutor who um, is a little strict. And so this was my way of being able to, to sort of study and still um, get to enjoy drama time. So she used to give me a hard time because I was watching so many Korean dramas that it was interfering with my Chinese. So I moved into Chinese dramas. So that's one of the benefits, of course. And then also, they're different than Korean dramas. And so sometimes it's fun to change it up just a little bit. I have to agree. I like that it's not just watching a K-drama with the same tropes, the same pacing the same type of things that you're going to see it's a completely different culture and it adds that kind of break in between k-dramas if you're watching too many k-dramas so not that any of us are watching too many dramas of course <laughs> <laughs> um i also really like that 
a lot of the leading men and women are a little bit older in Chinese dramas. Not always, but a lot of times they'll have uh, characters in their 30s. You know, it's not uncommon to have a lot of them in their 30s. They're more mature. They they are a little bit more relatable to my age range, and I can appreciate that. So, I'm trying to remember why I started watching Chinese dramas outside of Thailand. I think I nagged you. I think I think it was you. Guys, gosh, maybe you guys started posting Wang Kai uh, like he's, <laughs> pictures, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> or it could have been that one of the Taiwanese actresses that I really like that was in Faded to Love or Faded to Love You or Faded mm-hmm. Love, whatever it was. She was mm-hmm. in I think one of the first Chinese dramas I started because um, I will confess right here I have started a lot of Chinese dramas. I haven't finished hardly any of them, but. Um, <laughs> We still love you as a friend, even though, <laughs> you know. But I think because it was one where it was a period drama, but it wasn't like an older, like it wasn't in like King, all that kind of stuff. It was. Um, oh, was it with a really hot guy that was shirtless yeah, a lot? Yeah. The oh, shirtless, it was. Um, I think where the shirtless team got their original name. Yes, yes. Yeah. What was that drama? He uh, was attractive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you remember? He was oh, like oh. shirtless constantly. I don't. Yeah, oh, I can't, I can't think of what it, it is. Oh, it was uh, like cruel love or cruel. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yes. So again, I have started that one and I liked it to a point. <laughs> See, I, I binge Chinese dramas. You get about 20 episodes about, in. I usually get about 30. I get about yeah. 30 or so. And then I'm like okay, I'm done. And I think maybe it's the burnout. I don't know. I watch it. And then I look and I see how many I have left and I'm like, okay, I don't think I can finish it. That's, but. That is me. I, I watch the same way Jenny watches. I, and I can't do historicals. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the historicals after so many episodes and the political and the same plot being rehashed over and over i'm done i skip to the end to see if it's a happy ending or not and, I <laughs> and get it's my- not <laughs> spoiler <laughs> chinese drama they all die <laughs> you can't see us but k drama jen and i are judging you <laughs> so i sorry i think that the one we're thinking of was um jin shu yun holly mel um Cruel Romance. Yes. I think it was Cruel Romance. Yeah. No, it had cruel in it. I was close. (laughs) Yes. But I mean, I I actually have like a Wang Kai, like his is one of the, one of the, because there's probably a handful that I finished and his his snail, when a snail falls in love, I have finished that one. So, you know, he's the one Did you finish the, um, the one with him where they were counter spies and all that? The ne- <laughs> oh, what was it called? <laughs> I want to say negotiator. Spies. It wasn't that. It was. Oh, I never even started that one. Did you no. didn't? I thought I watched it with you. I could be wrong. When they were counter spies, <laughs> where they were all Chinese spies and communist spies with and- Wang Kai in it. Yeah, he was the side. The um, it was. Did it also have George Hugh in it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I never started that one. You okay. and I think it was, was it Jen or? It possibly was yeah, Jen. Yeah, because you, it was that's, probably I Jen. think that's what you guys were watching when you were spamming. Oh, uh, okay. 
you guys you were, were watching that spam. and and because it wasn't his it wasn't um what's the historical nirvana and fire it was not yeah. that one it was, it the was one after the yeah it was nirvana. the one that you guys were and you were spamming i'm like who is this <laughs> was i are you saying me jen or yeah, other i think the disguiser that's what it was yeah, the, the disguiser. disguiser. And you guys were it was it was in the K drama one, the group. I think you you guys were spamming yeah. in that or something. I don't know. I know Angela and I watched it, so probably Jen watched that it. That was with not us. me. I didn't okay. watch that. It okay, might have so been Angela, Angela, a fun friend of ours yeah. that's not here. Maybe listening. Hi Angela. <laughs> Hi Angela. <laughs> um so before we get into our recommendations, so a uh, thing for newbies who haven't watched Chinese dramas, you know, and you want to get into it. So an important question is, how do I choose my first Chinese drama? Um, so you can really screw this up if you're not careful. I'm just warning you now as so Drama true. Geek said. It's really said, important to choose carefully. Yeah, <laughs> as Drama Geek said, a lot of them don't end happily. Uh, so if that's a must for you, then you're going to want to check beforehand and see exactly, you know, you don't have to ask, like... You don't have to look at the show and watch the last episode, but if you go into a discussion group or look on my drama list, usually they'll have, hey, did this have a happy ending? Was there a sad ending? And you'll see one way or the other, um, just in a generic what way it goes, because there's a lot of sad endings in Chinese Yeah, if you dramas. want happy endings, likely you're going to watch Korean drama, not Chinese drama. Or some of the modern Chinese dramas, like um, the modern ones, those tend to have happier endings. Uh, historicals, it's a good one out of five might have a happy ending. I don't For know. a couple of the people, yes. Yeah. There will be lots of deaths, just expect <laughs> and deaths. And blood. And blood. That lots is one thing I appreciate about the bad guys. They They'll do just die. Kill them off. They do <laughs> kill them off. It's, like, it's not this like redemption. They just die. <laughs> they just start killing them off one by one. So you know. Yep. That's you a hate good. a character. There's an annoying mother-in-law. She's gonna die. She's gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> Maybe by by suicide head bonk. <laughs> oh my god! The creativity in the way that they kill these people off. That's another plus for Chris or Chinese yeah. dramas. Um, so what, if you are looking and don't want to go to my drama list, we'll have a link in. I actually do moderate a Chinese Japanese um, group where we just discuss various dramas in generic terms. And if you just throw up a question, Hey, did this drama end well, or this is what I like in a movie or a TV show. What kind of drama should I watch? You'll get tons of suggestions. And we'll provide that link in the show notes. So, on to actual recommendations. And we split these up into genres since there's so many different options. Um, so, shall we begin? For dramatic, realistic romance? Yeah, because there's like the rom-coms, but then there's the more... They're in a real romantic relationship. Like, it's something you would see, like, on in a book or something. You know, where there's ups, highs, lows. So that's what I meant by dramatic, realistic romance. It's not necessarily the meet-cute and that kind of stuff, if that makes sense. It's going to be your, your <laughs> dramatic romance. All right. Like the notebook. Okay. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Since you know the category, why don't you start? What's your favorite? Yeah. 
So my first one is a show called Divorce Lawyers about a which I've started. <laughs> it's about um this divorce attorney who of course has a divorce right away. <laughs> he gets divorced for uh because he finds out his wife is cheating and of course he's off of love and he moves into this um apartment kind of an office at tell kind of thing and there's this other woman who is more about, you know, trying to save the relationship or doing what's best for the person, whether it's getting a divorce or staying together, working things out. She's more of a mediator kind of character. And these two meet as opponents and they butt heads. And she happens to live right down the apartment complex. So they are neighbors and they awkwardly fall in love through a lot of just experiencing life together. And it's really interesting to watch. And so I thoroughly enjoyed this movie or I not movie. It's a drama, but I thoroughly enjoyed watching it, but it was a very mature, realistic romance. It wasn't all hearts and flowers and sweeping off your feet. It had a lot of, you know, things weren't all rosy and perfect between them. They had baggage. And so that's my recommendation. Um, I chose A Love So Beautiful, which is actually described as a web drama because it's only 24 episodes of about 40 <laughs> long. <laughs> only um, 24. And that's only 24. how I usually can finish a Chinese <laughs> drama. <laughs> I, I tend to, once it starts getting bogged down more than once, I, I have a hard time sticking with it. So, um, and this one is actually a friends to lovers, and it starts when they're teenagers. And you have, of course, the annoying female teenage girl that is getting on the nerves of the stoic, strong, silent type male. Oh, I know this drama now. I know what she's talking about. Okay, this is it's a more recent, more recent one, right? Did it? It is. Okay. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. And. I like this one because there's a little bit more depth to the male. Um, depth is he good. <laughs> likes her back, and it's more fun to watch because he shows a lot more emotion, and you see a lot more growth throughout the drama. So that was one of the reasons why I chose this because you see them start out as teenagers, and then you see them as adults. And there's some pretty realistic situations that they get into with breakups and family life and dogs and I <laughs> dogs. I'm I'm personally having a little trouble like with the categories because <laughs> things kind of fall fl- into different ones. So um so the one that I was thinking for this, I actually haven't finished yet. Um, and I had to learn some new vocabulary because it wasn't subbed. So I had to watch it raw. So I didn't know what urenji um, was and I had to look it up, which is drone if anyone's interested. But um, so I'm calling it, uh, I think it was like side, it's side by side with you. And it is subbed um, on Vicky now. It's subbed. And now it's subbed. Yeah. yeah. When it was first out, it was I was watching a lot of it raw. So, um, 
So I don't know how realistic it is to, you know, have drone dates, but um, <laughs> they work the drones into the the show quite a bit and yeah, kind of make them romantic. <laughs> well, and it's not totally stupid either. No, like you know, it's like okay, if you're a techno geek, this could happen, you know. And so, yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of the like gangster kind of like I don't I don't I don't know how realistic this is, but it's certainly not a rom com. So I'm going to throw it in here. And um, his smile is divine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I plan. <laughs> I plan to come back to it. Um, so for now, I I liked the beginning, and it certainly kept my attention. It was just that I um, We're wanted very busy. I wanted to watch it. Yeah, exactly. But I wanted to wait till it was subbed. So um, I believe it is now, and so I plan to go back to it probably this summer. I'm going to default to I don't have an answer for this just because I really the ones that I've completed it, it I can it, there aren't that many so I don't really think I've watched one that's dramatic realistic romance there it's either but been she historical did start or divorce lawyers I did no see and that's what I've started divorce lawyers and watched like eh, that one I didn't marathon that one took a while to really click it's one of those that you do watch just them in their daily lives and dealing with their ex-relationships a lot, and then they very slowly... It's a very slow burn right. romance. So, And, and so. I also started A Love So Beautiful, but that was a very... Like, I didn't give it a chance. I was There was lots of stuff going on, but I, I started watching, and I'm like, this has the... Um, what is it? Playful kiss feel to it? And I was like, no. I do not want to watch another playful kiss because I don't really like that drama. No, and, no, it's... Much better. Okay. So that one I may go back to. And then side by side with you, you guys know why I stopped watching that one. So anyway, (laughs) I loved his smile and his, his his smile, um, Michael Chan, is that who it is? And I've actually tried to find different dramas that I could watch him in. I haven't been successful just because of time, not because of that. He's not in any other dramas, but gosh, his smile is infectious. Um, so our next category is rom-com, and I'm going to go with kind of a quirky pick, but I loved Go Princess Go. It is the time-traveling, sex-swapped drama about a modern playboy who falls into a pool of water while being beat by a bunch of ex-girlfriends that he was two-timing with, and he wakes up into the body of a historical princess and must learn to live as a girl with periods and giving birth and all that entails with being female. And so it's very entertaining. Another one I've started and have not finished. <laughs> I might nag you to finish that one because I think you would. And it's not very long. That was long. fun. I liked it. Yeah. And so. No, your turn. So I actually am a huge Goo Man fan. I love her novels. And so I had chosen three uh, that were made into dramas to choose from. But I think that uh, the one that nobody else claimed was Silent Separation, also known as My Sunshine. Um, It's not as lighthearted as the others. Um, It still has some pretty funny moments, though. But it's also one of those where they fall in love as teenagers. 
this is a funny part. I don't like teenager dramas, but I don't mind when it starts off with romance in high school and works its way up. I just need them to be adults. Yeah, and so, this was mostly flashback. It wasn't a lot of the kids stuff to begin with. Um, I wasn't overly impressed with Tiffany Tang's um, <laughs> motion. Um, she didn't seem to give me a lot of emotion and I struggled with that. And I actually watched um, the movie that came out and I'm trying to remember the name of the actress in that. And it was one of those situations where I like the actors from the movie, but the actor from the drama, because I really enjoyed watching Wallace Chung. Um, but it was one of those where they had some legitimate misunderstandings that moved the plot forward decently well for me. And I'm, I, I can't watch if it's a bad plot. If, if the plot goes squirrely on me, I, I just can't. So um, this one was one that I really enjoyed. And it's also one where the side stories you kind of could do without, but it's not too bad with the side stories. Yeah, I love the book on this one. I was kind of sad that the drama didn't quite hit the right note as the book did. I felt that too. But read the book. It was so good. And the drama's decent. I mean, it's not horrid. It's just not as good as the book. <laughs> I bought the Chinese version of the book, even though I don't speak a lick of Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> because I read the translation online and loved it, and I loved it so much that I wanted to hold the book in my hands. <laughs> so, all of her that, books are amazing. I highly uh, recommend everyone go find all those books. It like the author is amazing. I will read and watch anything she does. Um, but yeah. Wow, I had no idea that. Is it the same one for Love O Two O? Yep, and Chan Chan Comes yeah. to Eat. Same writer, all three shows. Wow. So I loved Love O2O. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago in our podcast um, as one of my crack dra cracktastic dramas. So um, I, I would recommend it. It was really fun to see them kind of go between the online world and the real world and just how um, they sort of are similar characters, but they were able to connect in the online world and then also able to connect in the offline world. And um, it was just a fun, different kind of premise. I think uh, Shan Shan Comes to Eat and uh, Love O2O and now, you know, all three of the ones that, that we've talked about, I think that now that I know that they're all written by the same person, it makes a lot of sense because um, they're all unique, but they have that kind of fun. There's something unique about them. There's something that's quirky that um, draws you in. The movie it also. Correct. Yeah. See, that that's how I finished the drama <laughs> <laughs> was I watched the movie. So if you don't, you know, have yeah. the time to finish the whole thing, because that's another one where I liked <clears throat> the girl a lot in the movie. But I really liked the guy in the drama. Um, so I <laughs> so I would reading the book and watching the movie and the drama. You could do it all three. Yeah. But well, and, I, and we didn't really go into detail with Shan Shan goes to eat or comes to eat or boss and me as it's also called. But that's actually one of the first modern romantic comedies that I watched as a Chinese drama fan. 
Um, and I loved that it had a lot of story, but not a lot of evil people doing tropish evil things. You didn't have the evil girlfriends or the parents or all these horrible people that we're so used to seeing in dramas. It was just a guy and a girl getting to know each other and falling in love. And I really like that. Jan Shan is my crack drama. That is the one that I go to when I've had a really, really bad day or I'm sick. I will just sit and watch the whole thing over again. I've watched it about a dozen times. And it made fishing romantic. (laughs) Do you know how to cast a long line? (laughs) We can watch that show and find out. (laughs) So we're going to jump to something completely different and talk about suspense dramas. I'll let you guys go first. Because I don't have a choice in here, everybody else has picked all the other choices. And again, I just keep like piggybacking off of everybody else because I haven't watched a ton. But um, Love Me If You Dare was my first suspense drama that I watched. And who's the the star in that one? Um, It was... Wasn't it the same as we just mentioned his George, name? Was it yeah. George Q? Okay. So his, that one, and I really liked the girl, and she was, gosh, what, is, what else has she been in? I can't remember. She's been in some stuff. Anyway, I can't remember yeah. off the top of my head. But, um, so yeah, that was my first uh, one, that, and I really that, really liked the um, story, you know, the it was kind of like a Chinese Sherlock Holmes-ish feel to it. I felt like his character was, you know, a little bit like that. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed that that one. Um, but I'm trying to think of any other suspense ones that I watch. I would snail falls in love with the other people are going to talk also about that written, one. Also written by the same writer. Are Both the of these writers? shows are the okay. same writer. Yeah. So I, <laughs> and you can find the books transcribed online. I've also read both of these and they're both really good. Yeah. So. Well, I actually chose when a snail falls in love. <laughs> I know those are the two that come to mind on suspense dramas. It's right, like, and it's those two. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot more, but I loved the 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 banter between the two actors in that one. I loved mm-hmm. how um, it was kind of like there was a tiny bit of romance in it, and it was so slow moving that it was almost like, oh, wait, what was that? Um, <laughs> But I kind of like that. I kind of like when it simmers under the surface. It doesn't have to be necessarily right there in your face. Um, and I liked how determined um, the uh, Zuzu, the the main actress. Oh, um, and yeah, I love her. Yeah, she's super cute. And um, and I'm sorry, but Wang Kai is just yeah. <laughs> it was it was watching. Mm-hmm. Just for him. But no, just the, the, the female actress, I love her. She's adorable. So it's for both of them. Yeah. It's freaky. All right. She has facial expressions. Yeah. I liked her. She, you could tell she was very intelligent. She portrayed intelligence very well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we're going to go to crime dramas, which is similar to suspense, but a little bit more procedural, maybe, um, a little bit more focused on, the crime of the week kind of thing, in my opinion. So for that one, I got Rookie Agent Rouge. Well, I guess it's not exactly... That's not a crime drama. So I'm going to jump into the suspense and put Rookie Agent Rouge 
<laughs> now that I look at it. Um, that one was really good. It's all about spies and counter spies and a, a girl who is able to memorize things and use it to help the Communist Party. Um, it did get a little preachy about mm. communism yeah. towards the end. However, just viewing it, if you can get past that, it was very enjoyable. I really like that. And so you guys go first on the crime, and I will come back as I contemplate this. I went medical examiner Dr. Quinn. Um, I really liked the, the grumpy doctor who examined dead bodies, and I liked the plucky the plucky assistant who dressed in the best suits oh I've gosh, seen. Oh, my gosh. She was so cute. She was super cute. Her wardrobe was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and I really like the, um, I don't know if you'd call him the second lead. Um, and I think his name is Lee Zan. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but he played Lin Tao. I'm seeing him in everything right now. He's like the second lead in every Chinese drama that I've been watching. It, does he usually play like the cop? Yeah. Yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. But I, I really enjoyed that one. And again, it was only 20 episodes long. And I'm, you know, I have a hard time keeping my attention span to the 50 episode dramas. So nice, sweet and easy. <laughs> <laughs> that is one that I did not put on hold on purpose. Like I, it, again, I just get so like, especially with the blog, trying to keep up with different things. So I did, that one was, uh, the girl is super cute. I really loved her outfits. Like, like Layla said. And so that one, I would definitely recommend. They were a fun yeah. pair. And for me, I don't think I've, I'm, I'm trying to remember if I've watched crime dramas or if I'm just struggling with what's the difference between a crime drama and a suspense <laughs> drama. <laughs> That should have been one category. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was late when I made this outline. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know. But love Me If You Dare and When a Snail Falls in Love are yeah, crime dramas. <laughs> right. Those are pretty much the only two, I think, that I've watched that would fall into either of those categories. So um, I'll just say um, ditto. All right. I'm going to throw Memory Lost up there because. Oh, I'm Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> clarifying. It is not the best drama no, ever. No, I'm not laughing. It's just because we have, like, we, we've we've let you down as bloggers. Like We <laughs> maybe haven't finished recapping the last six episodes. <laughs> it might happen someday. We're not saying never. We're kind of over busy right now with some other projects. But you never know. It's one of those dramas that's short enough that or no, I think the episodes we watched was three seasons worth, so it probably is. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's end three or different seasons, and yeah. I want to say it's under 30 episodes altogether. Yeah. So, but we're almost there. Yeah. It might happen someday. The Just, couple, the girl, I really liked her, and yeah, the couple has a really, lot of chemistry. They and do. So, they have and a lot. Not every single case was awesome, but the there were some case, that were the masquerading uh, serial killers. <laughs> yeah, and there's some double amnesia plots going on, and I mean, there's a lot of stuff where it's just like, oh my gosh, seriously? But, but it could be, it's, it's a fun, fun. watch. It's, it, fun. it's definitely yeah. one of those you can watch if you're not feeling well. It's a rainy day. Put it on. You'll be able to binge it really easy. So. Yeah. All right, this next category is Jen's category. She should go first. <laughs> <laughs> Historical. I was trying, 
I think, well, of course, then a lot of the historicals, though, do sort of kind of merge into fantasy. So, um, but so um, Secret of the Three Kingdoms is one that I'm watching right now, and I absolutely love it. It has Elvis Hahn in it, along with, oh, my gosh, I can't remember the other actor, but I guess I'm just kind of blinded by Elvis Hahn. (laughs) He's Um, so handsome. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And... uh, (laughs) Is okay, so is Elvis Hahn the main guy or is he the friend? He's He's the the friend. friend. (laughs) However, however, the bromance is off the charts. Oh my gosh. I haven't gotten to the bromance part. It's like they should be in a relationship because pretty much they're the nagging couple who But the female lead was amazing too. She's she's really good. She's a very strong character. But her relationship with him does not come close to how codependent those two guys are together if yes. that makes sense mm-hmm. like their codependency is like holy crap you guys can't survive without each other kind of thing you know it's pretty cool and then my other choice is scarlet heart which um okay it has sort of that time travel fantasy piece but when you're in it there's the historical um, piece of it and talk about cracktastic. Um, that was a complete binge watch for me. Like, so I, it, it is so good that you even forget that they have really horrid hair during that time period. Exactly. <laughs> well, or no hair as the case may be. <laughs> so I actually have one. I at first I didn't have one, and then I thought about it, and whenever we allowed a little bit of fantasy in. The General and I. Yes, that one would um, be. Actually, I watched all of it. I loved it. I loved Angela Baby. I, I had Wallace Chung in it. It was, um, she just kicked butt and I loved her. <laughs> Does the guy ever stop being a whiny, annoying? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't get far in that one. <laughs> I didn't get very far. He was very annoying to me. He was so... Yes, but I was so happy just to watch something where the woman had some kind of power for at mm-hmm. least a hot minute that I, I watched it all the way through and I was decently emotionally invested into it. But I that's that's what I've got. That's my contribution. And I have to go with the one that I've finished. <laughs> The eternal love, the which is, is fantasy, which is fantasy. <laughs> it it is fantasy, but um, the eternal love, that one, uh, I and it's not just because I finished it, but I did, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The guy's eyeliner was fabulous, and I and we recapped it. We did recap it, and, and finished I finished our recapping. <laughs> and there is going to be a second season that's going to be in the present day. Which should be interesting, and I plan on watching it. Who knows if we'll recap it or not? I don't know. But yes, so I I thoroughly enjoyed their romance. They were super cute. And they spent a lot of time in the bedroom. <laughs> not that they were doing things, necessarily. Yeah, they were doing things. But like... <laughs> <laughs> But because I think the budget was really low on that one, a lot of the scenes take place around the bed. Well, and the bed is part of the the time travel thing. I would just admit so. it, you're all about the bound chicka wow wow. <laughs> Staring he, into the ocean. They were married. They were married and uh, He was married to the other soul. Whatever. They, <laughs> they loved each other. They loved each other. 
They did. So the two that I'm choosing actually pretty much have the same cast. <laughs> I swear. And what's funny is they're not, I don't even think, I think they were both filmed before either of them came out. So it wasn't like, oh, this show did so well. I'm going to get the cast of this show yeah. and put them in this show, you know, but Nirvana and Fire and The Disguiser uh, both had um, Wayne K and uh, George... Hugh, George Hugh as the lead, and there was lots of bromances, and there's lots of fighting, and Machiavellian shenanigans were going afoot, and if you like historicals and heavily plotted politicking, you will love both of these, because they were amazing. Wong Kai is awesome in Nirvana and Fire, I have to say. Yes. He looks fantastic in it i love watching <laughs> screens i love seeing screenshots and i love seeing like clips the youtube of it. the youtube fan made videos i do i like that kind of that well those. and he's in historical <laughs> robes in uh, one and then he's in like kind of the 30s? almost like a 30s gangstery yeah. look in the other with the suits and the hat the hats, yeah. and he shoots people <laughs> and he is oh everyone is like so sexy so Right. So another it. historical, just to throw out there, is that I haven't actually finished yet, is Tribes and Empires. Ah. Um, so I came really close to finishing, but um, life got in the way. So that's going to be a binge watch for me this summer to finish it up. That had Grassland Hottie. We have talked it about that Grassland before. Grassland Hottie, absolutely. That's another one so. that I've made it halfway through, and... I possibly might try to finish before the next season comes out. I don't or know. The cast Kim and watch. the story was, yeah. was 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 amazing. I just it was a we long. We got busy again. We got busy again. It, it's always one of those like I get far and then we've got so much other stuff that I end up dropping off. But yeah, no the the cast in that was really great. Yeah. So and I have one more. I guess we like our historical ones because we all have so many. The first Chinese drama I ever watched was Prince of Lan Ling, and I highly recommend it was so good it's about a girl who is part of this special cast who has powers but she's fated to bring trial and stuff and then she finds this warrior and he falls in love with her and they get married and there's all kinds of wars and stuff going on and i highly recommend watching it it's beautifully done. The costuming is amazing. And it's a good first drama for anyone who wants to do a historical. So, Ariel Lynn in it, yes, right? Yes, Ariel Lynn. Yes. I love her. She is so pretty and she's the perfect, like, female lead. And she is amazing. Highly recommend. All right, we have the also, last category, right? Which is kind of well, historical. I wanted to just remind, uh, just to say that when we were talking about more realistic ones, I watched A Love So Beautiful, and that was quite, it was really cute. And just so I just wanted to throw that That's out there. That's the high it was, school one, isn't it? It's a high school but one. But I heard tons of buzz, and I wish I had had more time to start it. That was it Layla's pick. A and Love it's, So Beautiful, it's a, isn't that Layla's, Layla's pick? Yeah, it's the okay, story yeah. about they were... <laughs> It's Jen, were you not listening? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that one. Layla chose that one. You a love so beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear you say that. Are you sure? 
<laughs> in Jen's defense, she is in a completely different time zone that is way behind us. And so it's really it is. late. It's we are going late. late tonight. So, <laughs> But we're almost done. We're, we're at the last category. <laughs> All right. Well, let me just say, I liked it. So... <laughs> All right, and and okay, I'm gonna have you pronounce this again, Jen, because I forgot the Usha. pronunciation. Usha. Yep. All right, so we're talking about Usha, Usha um, which according to Wikipedia is literally means martial heroes, and it's a Chinese fiction concerning the adventures of martial artists in ancient China. Although it's traditionally a form of fantasy literature, its popularity has caused it to spread to diverse art forms such as Chinese opera, films, and television series, which is where we are at. And the heroes in wuxia fiction typically do not serve a lord, wield military power, or belong to the aristocratic class. They often originate from lower social classes of Chinese society, and they go through chivalry and... Do heroes to right and redress wrongs. So it's like a whole genre just in itself. Um, so, and one of my favorite of that genre is Journey of Flowers. And it's a story about a girl who's trying to um, achieve immortality. And her mentor is falls in love with her. And she's his, uh, how do they pronounce it? It's like. It's his dire, um, it's like the, what he's going to have to overcome to reach his own immortality is overcome being near her. And so. So there's a tragic ending. No, I'm just kidding. You no, don't have to answer. Don't one, have to. <laughs> this, all right. I'm going to give it out because you would think there's a tragic ending. There's not a tragic ending. Oh. It ends up happy. Ooh. I will say that they cut a few episodes at the very end for time. And so there is a little bit of a skip here and there where you think, oh, there might might have been something extra there, but it's still really good and so pretty. I love those kind of dramas. So I have to look up the real name for this. Because my <laughs> I have down Elvis Han, the hottie monster killer. I think it's uh, Ushin, the monster killer, maybe. Mm. That sounds right. I think so. Anyway, um, he takes his shirt off in this one quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) And he smirks a lot. His smirk is divine. (laughs) And he's just lovely. And so I have been watching this. um, I was watching it while I was waiting for episodes of Three Kingdoms for a while. So... um, I don't really know what the plot is. I just take his shirt off. No, I'm just he, no, he's like immortal and he keeps yes. regenerating kind of like Doctor Who, except. Yeah. Okay. You know. So I'm just kidding. I do know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I'm, I'm still early in, you know, in the show, but um, it's, well, it's really, he's, it's very entertaining and it's, um, it's got that element of that. I don't know if it counts as Wuxia or not, but it has it's that element like where he's, you know, monster killing and ghost killing and things like that. And yeah, so he goes um, around and he gets rid of any ghosts or monsters or Chinese spirits that are roaming around causing havoc. And he gets paid by the local magistrate for it. So he kind of yes. like is like, 
I'm going to let them screw with you until you pay me what I want, and then I'll get rid of them. And so it's and kind he takes of his, his shirt off, crew. and he jumps into the well. Yes, yes. And the this is the secret part. of Three Kingdoms guy, right? The friend. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. I have fantasy option out there. Yeah, I think we need to talk fantasy because uh, some of them kind of bleed into each other. But I agree that a lot of the Chinese dramas I watch are fantasy dramas. Okay, let's go fantasy then. I loved Proud of Love. It it was a um, what's those? What is it called? Body exchange, um, role reversal, where you have um, this couple of misfits who shouldn't be together that one day they collide and suddenly they're in each other's bodies and the whole way that they act whenever the male is in the female body just cracks me up now i will say that there's um a part two to proud of love and i wasn't as impressed with part two but part one i loved this is the one that you and I co recap. We just did like general recaps of it, right? Yeah. We did like five episodes at a time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was, was hilarious as the girl. Like the the girl was was cute. Like I liked her when she was being the guy, when she's pretending to be the guy, and the guy was hilarious as the girl. Oh, he was and I've so watched prancy. one or two episodes <laughs> of the second season, and I was like, eh, I don't know. It so, lost its magic. It lost yeah. its magic the second season um they they tried to do a um like they tried to reverse the storyline mm-hmm. and it got it just got too confused but the first season of proud of love was it was hilarious i laughed so hard and i remember and, the the side characters were all pretty funny too and there was some yeah. it's a web drama and there was some pretty like i remember there being like it a scene a at the house or yeah it was a little racy for a chinese drama <laughs> There was a scene at the house where they, they talked <laughs> about like doing push-ups with their penis or something. <laughs> they were. <laughs> it was penis like, push-ups. It was, was kind of like Chinese drama meets apple pie, but not as no, no. extreme as apple pie. It felt more like a Ta- Taiwanese drama is what it felt like to me, like in the with the kind of the subject matter. But yeah, that one, that one was funny. So um, my pick for fantasy is one called Proud of Love. It's I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, are you serious, Jen? (laughs) Sorry. No, I I would again bring up Ten Miles of Peach Blossoms or Eternal Love. Um, Not to be confused with the other Eternal Love. But this was a lot of fun, and it was, as I've said before, cracktastic. Definitely a binge watch. Um, And my favorite, um, uh, oh my gosh, Zhang Zhang, what's his name? Um, (laughs) Oh my goodness. The Horn Prince, is that who you're trying to? Yes. Okay. His name, uh, is it Yang Bin Bin? Is that right? Zhang Bin Bin, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he still hasn't had He's a like night. my Chinese bias, so I can't believe that I it is late at night <laughs> and is. I'm it's weird. Oxygen deprived here. Yeah. So yeah, so Jung Bin Bin is in it. Um and he was fabulous as always. So um 
So 10 Miles of Peach Blossoms. And then the other one is uh, Princess Agents, which it ended um, in a way that I wasn't pleased with. But as long as they end up doing a second season, I'll be okay. So um, it was a lot of fun. I don't. I guess it counts as fantasy because, you know, this the Chinese dramas get confusing to me mm. because some they of the ones that are, they seem like they're historical, but then all of a sudden, you know, when they're sword fighting, they fly. So you know, <laughs> I don't know what counts and what doesn't as wuxia or fantasy or whatnot. But anyway, okay, that's um, my recommendation. Mine is going to be Love Through a Millennium. It's actually the Chinese remake of Queen and Hume's mm-hmm. Man. And I really enjoyed it. It was very entertaining. Um, I know some people think it goes on too long if they're really into Queen and Hoon's Man. I personally like the added past um, episodes. And it was just very entertaining. I really enjoyed it. It's a good watch with or without watching Queen and Hoon's Man. So that's my choice. I've made comments on everybody else's stuff. I already told you the one that I finished. So. We we still love you, Drama Geek. You can tell us what's the negative of Chinese dramas. I feel like me being present, because I totally could have like ditched you guys and gone something, get something to eat because I'm hungry. But I feel like I evened it out of like the people who might not watch yeah, Chinese dramas as true. much that... I, I really enjoy them, and I was able to comment on, like, almost all the characters. I just haven't finished a lot of them. So I feel like even if you start watching a, dra- a Chinese drama and you never finish it, that's not a bad thing, necessarily. If you have <laughs> like, 30 hours of enjoyment from a show, you have 30 hours of enjoyment. Right. Well, like, know? Tribes and Empires, like, I am so glad that I watched that the, that much of it and I probably will finish it and there's a couple more of them that I really feel like I want to go back yeah. and finish but I still from the 30 so episodes that I watched I was able to really connect with a lot of the characters I know you know and then the actors and stuff like that so yeah. but the the long episode count is what well and it's and hard the pacing, because you have to be used to because the pacing between a Chinese drama is very different and a Korean drama and then even a Japanese drama, which is even shorter episodes than a Korean drama. They're, you know, they're all different in Chinese dramas. They, they love dialogue and yeah. they love the slower pacing. Even their fight scenes sometimes can feel like slower pacing. Yeah. It's very but, different, but not bad. No, just different. Nope. Yeah. So, um, I was going to say something along those lines. Also, I kind of think of it like, I watch a lot of U.S. sitcoms, but I don't necessarily finish the season, like the whole right. series. Right, It's exactly. kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like if I watched three seasons of How I Met Your Mother, I enjoyed three seasons of How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily always have to see the end. You can go do like Layla, skip to the end, see if they had a happy ending, <laughs> and life is good. There's closure. Yep. <laughs> so. That- my biggest complaint about my my problem is that I feel like Chinese dramas, because they're so long, we go through the same plot process multiple times. And after about the second time, whenever I start feeling deja vu, I I can't stay with it. I've got to move on. So I end up skipping to the end. And that's that's my biggest complaint. I don't feel like there's enough. I feel like they keep recycling and yeah. it's more angsty. It's it's very angsty, and I'm not. 
handle that much angst. I need to get to, is it good or bad at the end? What's going on here? And I don't know how they do it, but they'll release like five episodes a week. I can't keep up with that. I don't know. Maybe they're better at, you know, overwatching than I am. But I mean, I watch a lot of TV. Yeah. Like an insane amount. And, you know, I think I, I kept up when tribes and tribes and empires, but that's, we were obsessed with it. Yeah, we that's were all, the only like, drama I literally kept up. up with. Um, so disappointed with me for for not being able to. I, I tried and I couldn't. Did you I get just, to Grassland Hottie being all feral and hottie and like? Oh, I didn't even make it that far. I was oh, like, see, that. that's why you have to get to the point where he's yes. like hefting his women over his shoulder and be like, "Oh, baby." So, honestly, I feel. Because I'm on the same page with historicals with you, Layla. I, I really do feel that it is worth... He, his character is so different. They don't spend a lot of time in that um, uh, section of, like, the Chinese history and then, the, or you know, that... And the, like out in the grasslands where they're in, te- you know, they're in huts and all that kind of stuff. So I really feel like just it's just a very interesting um, way to... to thing to view and the characters themselves are you know amazing and he was mega hot grassland he is very hot hot. (laughs) yeah so we are all team grassland hottie so all right thanks again for supporting our latest endeavor feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast or even if you have suggestions for future topics we love to hear from our readers and listeners and if you want to support the podcast, be sure to go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts to give us your rate, give us a rating and review. It really helps us, and it's a great way to support the podcast. And a huge thank you to CL Kita for joining us. Can't wait for you to join us again. Thanks, guys. Next time.